Welcome to London, Sally. The principal meeting starts at 1pm sharp in the main conference room. I know you've just touched down and it's your first time here in the UK, but as you're the SME for this account, and quite frankly, the largest account we have as a business, we are relieved you're here to lead this pivotal meeting with the client. And don't worry, although the boss has flown in too, she is more than happy to have you lead. She's promised to sit to one side and watch you work. You've got a couple of hours to finish prepping, and just so you know, these guys love to play hardball. But if you open up the meeting well, they always just relax into it. If there's anything you need, my office is just next door. Sally, a little jet-lagged and now, understandably, under pressure, has a very clear task ahead. Run the meeting, appease the client, and save the account. But there is a problem. Sally doesn't do intros not in her native language, and certainly not in business English. She is a backroom numbers ninja, always quietly in attendance at meetings for updates only, or at the very most, riding shotgun to the meeting lead. Yet now, she has been called upon to not only save the accounts as the SME in the industry, but also open the meeting with the correct professional style that sets the only conditions for success. If she gets her opening lines wrong, she will be the one that lost the account, embarrassed herself in front of her boss, and did so on the international stage. So she needs to focus. But that's when the pang of cold fear shoots through her body. Sally has no idea which professional phrases to use in a situation where the meeting attendees are unknown to her. She has no idea of the formality of the opening. Too formal is too cold and distances herself from the client. Too warm and she risks disrespecting them. But most of all, she has no idea when the correct moment would be to introduce herself and her own credentials. As she sat there, anxious but determined, her phone twinkled with a notification from one of her favourite podcasts that goes a little like this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Welcome back to the Business English Podcast. I'm Rob, and we are here to talk about something crucial the art of starting a meeting correctly in advanced English. We've all been there, the first few minutes of a meeting setting the stage for what's to come. But why is the beginning of a meeting so crucial? Well, as some of you know by now, one of my favourite sayings is, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. At the beginning of a meeting, it's your moment to establish the tone and your opportunity to capture attention. A strong start can build your credibility and set the pace for a productive meeting. Now, imagine having that power every time you lead a meeting. Impressive, right? Now, before getting into exactly what we should be saying, let's make it a little easier for us by taking some options off the board. Let's dive in and learn what they are and just how to avoid them. 
So the first mistake is using overly complex language to begin. It's tempting to use complex language to impress, but clarity is key. So to improve this, use clear, concise language. For example, instead of saying, we must endeavor to strategize, try saying, let's plan our strategy. Simple yet powerful. Building a wall of words right at the start of your meeting will not only create unneeded complexity for the attendees, but also put more pressure on you to nail those complex structures and obscure vocabulary. To be clear here, advanced English is not about complexity, but about naturally powerful and seamless communication. So the second mistake is lack of confidence in the delivery. This often stems from nervousness or uncertainty about language proficiency. To help with this, practice your opening statements beforehand. Familiarity breeds confidence. I'll say that again. Familiarity breeds confidence. As many of our listeners know, drilling and internalizing all the hundreds of phrases discussed on this show enables them to deploy them when they need them most often without a second thought. So, learn, drill, internalize, and repeat. The third mistake is not tailoring the opening to your audience. A one-size-fits-all approach rarely works. Instead, research your audience. If it's a creative team, start with something inspiring. For executives, be direct and to the point. But if you are ever in a pinch and flying blind, err on the side of caution with a more formal posture. And lastly, ignoring cultural nuances. This is a big one. In the international setting, a field in which we are all increasingly involved with, cultural sensitivity is crucial. Remember, learn about the basic cultural practices of your attendees. A respectful greeting in their language or understanding time zone differences can go a long way. As we wrap up this segment, remember the start of a meeting is your moment to shine. Avoiding common mistakes and choosing the right words can make all the difference. It's not just about speaking English, it's about communicating effectively and confidently in a business setting. So now we have discussed the reason for opening a meeting well and looked at the four big issues plaguing most professionals, let's get stuck into which phrases we should be using. Let's start at the top and look at how we should be opening high level meetings. Imagine walking into a room of seasoned professionals. The air is thick with anticipation and all eyes are on you. Well, I know at least one lady in that situation right now. You need to start strong, convey confidence and set the agenda. Here's how. Phrase one. Thank you all for joining today. Let's dive right into the heart of our agenda. Thank you all for joining today. Let's dive right into the heart of our agenda. Why this works? Well, it's concise, respectful, and it immediately directs focus to the meeting's purpose. It shows that you value time, a key in high-level settings. Now, imagine using this at your next board meeting. Picture the nods of approval as you effortlessly steer the meeting straight into action. Phrase two, I appreciate the wealth of experience in the room. Today's discussion is pivotal and your insights are invaluable. I appreciate the wealth of experience in this room. Today's discussion is pivotal and your insights are invaluable.
This phrase does wonders. It acknowledges the expertise present and underlines the meeting's importance. It's not just about starting a meeting, it's about building an environment of mutual respect and collaboration, which is absolutely key for pragmatic and positive forward momentum. Phrase three, let's align our vision and redefine our strategy for a groundbreaking quarter. Let's align our vision and redefine our strategy for a groundbreaking quarter. Here, you're not just leading a meeting, you're inspiring action. It's about painting a picture of shared goals and exciting features. As we are going through these phrases, keep in mind that you should be looking for ways to tweak them and make them your own, to best fit your own professional scenarios. Swapping out vocabulary or changing the structure to better align with your own situation. Phrase four, to harness our collective insights, I propose we tackle the most pressing issue first. To harness our collective insights, I propose we tackle the most pressing issue first. This phrase is a masterstroke in prioritizing and steering the meeting's focus. As we said before, clarity is key and giving such clear direction to the meeting's momentum will produce great results. And phrase five, building on what we collectively understand, let's explore innovative approaches to overcome our current challenges. Building on what we collectively understand, let's explore innovative approaches to overcome our current challenges. Here, you're not just addressing problems, you're positioning the team towards solution-oriented thinking. The use of challenge instead of problem is a classic and one that you should take note of. In a professional setting, an issue, problem or setback should be voiced as a challenge as it carries less negative connotation. And just as a side note here, for the phrases on today's episode, we will only be analysing the advanced opening lines. But as a professional, we need to be reading the room and using our own salutations and personal intros before mixing in the phrases on today's episode. The correct salutation and personal introduction are a vital component as it provides the perfect three-step meeting introduction in advanced English. So for all the BEP Premium members, I'll be covering professional salutations and advanced professional introductions in detail on the membership site. So watch out for that. For those looking for a premium membership, check out the details in the episode description. As we wrap up this section, remember the power of a meeting's start cannot be overstated. It sets the tone, establishes your authority and directs the flow of discussion. With the phrases we've explored today, you're not just opening a meeting, you're opening doors to new levels of professional respect and influence at the highest level. Stay tuned because in our next section, we'll dive into the nuances of kickstarting team meetings of a more casual nature. You might be surprised at how the tone shifts, but the importance of the strong start remains.
Okay, we've already navigated the high seas of executive meetings, but what about the more common waters of casual meetings? These gatherings are just as crucial, and the way that you start them can significantly impact the team's morale and productivity. So let's dive into some advanced phrases that strike the perfect balance between professionalism and approachability. Phrase one, great to see everyone. Let's make this time together both productive and enjoyable. Great to see everyone. Let's make this time together both productive and enjoyable. Why does this phrase hit the mark? Well, it's friendly yet purposeful. You're setting a tone that's collaborative and positive. Imagine saying this as you look around the room and making eye contact with your team members. You're not just their team lead, you're part of the team. Phrase two. I'm excited about our brainstorm today. Your creative ideas are the fuel for our success. I'm excited about our brainstorm today. Your creative ideas are the fuel for our success. This one's a gem for a few reasons. It shows enthusiasm, encourages creative thinking, and makes each team member feel valued. You're not just gathering thoughts, you're celebrating their creativity. Phrase three, let's start with some quick wins from the past week and build on that momentum. Let's start with some quick wins from the past week and build on that momentum. Here, you're acknowledging past successes, which boosts morale, and you're smoothly transitioning into current tasks. It's like saying, we've done great and we'll continue to do great. Phrase four, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on topic. Let's have an open and candid discussion. I'm keen to hear your thoughts on topic. Let's have an open and candid discussion. This phrase invites open communication and signals that every opinion is valuable. It's about creating a safe space for ideas. Phrase five. Now, to ensure we're all on the same page before we begin, let's quickly recap our main goals for this project. Now, to ensure we're all on the same page before we begin, let's quickly recap our main goals for this project. With this phrase, you're reinforcing clarity and focus, crucial for effective teamwork. It allows everybody to align behind the goals and pull in the same direction. So as we close out this section, think about how these phrases can transform your next team meeting. They're not just words, they're tools to build a more cohesive, motivated team. Stay tuned because in our next section, we'll explore how to navigate team meetings with new attendees, a scenario that brings its own set of unique challenges. Now, so far, we've already tackled high-level executive meetings and casual team meetings. But what about those times when you're leading a meeting with attendees you barely know? It could be the new clients, stakeholders, or team members from different departments. The challenge here is to build rapport swiftly while establishing your credibility. Let's explore some advanced phrases to navigate these waters with confidence. Phrase 1. I'm delighted to have the opportunity to meet and work with each of you today. I'm delighted to have the opportunity to meet and work with each of you today.
So why does this one work? It's warm, welcoming, and sets a collaborative tone. It shows you're approachable and value the contribution of each and every attendee. Phrase two, as we embark on this new venture together, your perspectives are crucial to our success. As we embark on this new venture together, your perspectives are crucial to our success. This phrase does more than just start a meeting. It invites participation and values diverse viewpoints. It's a way of saying, your input matters here. Phrase three, let's take a moment to introduce ourselves and share a key goal we hope to achieve today. Let's take a moment to introduce ourselves and share a key goal we hope to achieve today. This is a fantastic icebreaker. It not only helps everyone get acquainted, but also aligns the group with a focus on the meeting's objectives. Phrase four, to ensure we all have a common understanding, let's briefly go over the background of our project. To ensure we all have a common understanding, let's briefly go over the background of our project. This phrase is about setting the stage for shared knowledge and understanding. It's critical when working with new team members or clients. Phrase five, I'm eager to tap into your unique expertise as we discuss our agenda today. I'm eager to tap into your unique expertise as we discuss our agenda today. Here, you're acknowledging the value of diverse skills and experiences in the room. It's an empowering way to encourage active contribution from all participants. Now, as we wrap up this section, reflect on how these phrases can transform your approach in meetings with new attendees. They're not just openings, they're bridges that connect you to others in meaningful ways. In our next section, we'll dive into the realm of international and culturally diverse meetings. How do you navigate the complexities of cultural nuances while maintaining professionalism? Stay tuned and find out. So, we've journeyed through executive, casual and new attendee meetings. Now, let's navigate the intricate world of diverse or international meeting scenarios. In today's global business environment, it's crucial to be culturally sensitive while effectively communicating. Let's explore advanced phrases that will help you excel in these settings. Phrase 1. It's a pleasure to connect with such a diverse group. Your global insights are the cornerstone of our discussion today. It's a pleasure to connect with such a diverse group. Your global insights are the cornerstone of our discussion today. So why does this phrase work? Well, it immediately acknowledges and values the diversity in the room. It sets a tone of inclusivity and respect crucial in international settings. Imagine the positive impact this will have in a room filled with global partners or team members from different cultural backgrounds. Phrase two, as we gather from various corners of the world, let's embrace this opportunity to blend our perspectives for a richer outcome. As we gather from various corners of the world, let's embrace this opportunity to blend our perspectives for a richer outcome. 
This phrase not only recognises the geographical diversity, but also invites a fusion of ideas. It's about celebrating differences and using them to enrich the conversation. Phrase 3. I'm keen to understand your local insights on this matter, as they are vital to our comprehensive understanding. I'm keen to understand your local insights on this matter, as they are vital to our comprehensive understanding. Here, you're not just asking for input, you're specifically valuing local knowledge, which is key in the international business sphere. Phrase 4. To honour our different time zones, let's ensure our discussion is both concise and fruitful. To honour our different time zones, let's ensure our discussion is both concise and fruitful. This phrase shows consideration for the participants' varying locations, demonstrating respect for their time and commitment. And phrase 5. Let's each share a unique perspective from our respective regions, as this will enrich our collective understanding. Let's each share a unique perspective from our respective regions, as this will enrich our collective understanding. Encouraging region-specific insights not only brings diverse viewpoints to the table, but also makes each participant feel their regional expertise is valued. As we conclude this section, reflect on how these phrases can transform your international meetings. They're not just conversation starters, they are powerful tools for building bridges across cultures. And just like that, we've reached the end of today's episode of the Business English Podcast. We've navigated through the nuances of kickstarting meetings in various professional scenarios. Each phrase we've explored today is a stepping stone towards enhancing your communication skills in the business world. But before we sign off, let's do a quick recap. Think about the powerful phrases we've discussed. Phrases that set the tone, build rapport, respect diversity, and initiate productive discussions. How will these phrases change your next meeting? Imagine the respect and engagement you'll command when you start your meetings with such poise and confidence. As we conclude, I want to leave you with a final thought. The art of starting a meeting effectively with advanced English isn't just about the words you choose. It's about the confidence with which you deliver them. It's about understanding your audience, whether they are team members, executive leaders, new faces or global partners. The right phrase can open doors, break barriers and create avenues for meaningful collaboration. So I encourage you to take these phrases, practice them and make them your own. Observe how they transform your meetings and feel free to share your experiences with us as well. And before we sign off, a quick check back in with Sally revealed that she was able to pull it out of the bag with a little help from her friendly neighbourhood podcast hosted by yours truly. Top job, Sally. But in all seriousness, remember your journey to mastering business English is continuous. Each meeting, each conversation is an opportunity to refine your skills and grow as a professional communicator. And as you continue on this path, we'll be right here with you offering insights, tips and advanced phrases to help you excel in the global business arena. 
Thank you for tuning in today. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe and share it with your colleagues. Your support is what keeps this podcast going. So until next time, keep practicing, keep learning, and rather predictably, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.